You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic yeah. about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. Hey, Brian. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear you? I hear me. Yeah, I hear Are me. you low? I can adjust you. I hear me a little bit. Um, keep talking. Go. Uh, keep testing. going. One, Is that two, making three? you louder? Yes, much better. I okay. love hearing. I love hearing myself. Oh, we know that. Oh, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? All right. What's going on, bud? We we haven't been in this room in a while. I feel like it, well, it's been, been like two weeks. I've been away for about a week and a half. Yeah, which was great. How was that? Good. Went to D.C. first for a bat mitzvah for those. How was the hotel that I got? You I've for been free. there before. You oh didn't yeah. Get me for free. Yeah, did. Did it cost you any money? No, because I paid on my credit card all those bills. I had the points. Would you have already been paying? But those I would have used it for something else. Right, it's, it's, oh yes. no, it's free. Great hotel, the park, a Hyatt, which is very nice in DC. I've been before. So we had a bat mitzvah, which is for those who don't know, all my uh, Gentile, Gentile friends. Um, it's a coming of age, basically, with yours, your religion, whatever, where a woman, when she turns 13, is a, like the girl is deemed a woman and a man. It's called, Name for it called a bar mitzvah as opposed to a bat mitzvah. Yeah, it means mitzvah is a commandment in Hebrew. Bar mitzvah means son of the commandments. It's like welcoming you into the religion. And then bat mitzvah is daughter of the commandments. Gotcha, right. So that was the weekend. Then Sunday we flew out to uh, Colorado skiing for a week. We got home late last night around 10 o'clock. It was a great week, a lot of fun. And um, now we're back. No, it's cooling down. I feel it. And, um, And then I got a shitty two weeks ahead of me. Very busy two weeks. Why? Just um, busy with work? Busy with work, got a lot of depositions to handle, a lot of catch-up, a lot of important agreements got to get done. Um, just a, a lot of a lot of deals closed and just a lot going on, but it's all good stuff. I'll go through it. Just stop picking it. your nails. It's not my nail. Doesn't matter. Stop picking your fingers. I got to tell you one thing. You're right, but it was so dry in Colorado. Hey, this not. stops bleeding. It was the whole week... Bleeding because you're, then, like your cuticles get so dried out. Right. Even if you hit it on a little thing, it like cracks. Correct. And I'm, and I'm, and it's the thumb for the iPhone. You know when you use your phone. Yeah. So I'm, it's, it was always bleeding on my screen. So there's one. Ew. Uh, Stop picking it. That's making it worse. Ew, your thumb is looks fucked up. I just gotta. Ew, I gotta your thumb is weird looking. What the hell? Let me well, see. I cut my cuticle. I cut my nail too. Yeah, before. Dad. Oh, you messed your thumb up. It looks mongoloid. Which is also funny that we use the term mongoloid. As what we do, because that's just a country, Mongolia. <laughs> it's like saying, wow, you look so French as like retarded. Right. Probably so, shouldn't say that word this early in the episode. Right. I have, probably I so, have to bleep that and out. look how everything's dry. All the, everything's dry, man. But it's a great week. We're back. A lot of fun. And um, now we have pre- reality. President's weekend. Um, and My birthday week. Your birthday week, the 21st. He forgot. He forgot. No, comes right. The 21st of what day? Wednesday. So this comes out Monday. My birthday is two days after this comes wow. out. 28 years old. Good <laughs> yeah. for you, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for living for you. to 28. No, I mean, I'm proud of you for what you've accomplished and achieved, who you are as a young man, um, and just who you are as a person at the age of 28. I think you're, I'm very, mom and I are proud of you. As Thank we you. are with all our boys. I think, um, you know, you could have your kids say, oh, this, my kid's either a loser or he's a problem or he's difficult. Nope. I, it's been a great 28 years and I look forward to many, many. 28 a long time. Will I have 28 more years me? Of course. You're 50-something. How 57, old are you? 57. So let's say so 28 60, years is... So 90, 60, 28 is 88, 87. <laughs> yeah. Like you would hope to, You yes. would hope to live to your mid-80s. <laughs> ah, pa lived to his late 70s. Right, but you would hope... 
it's not unreasonable to think I want to live to 85. No. So to I'm, say I want to live to 105, now you're getting I, unreasonable. I look forward to next 28. Hopefully I'll wow, be alive. Wow, that's weird to think that you were even just contemplating, will I be alive for another full of my life? Isn't that scary? That's, that's bizarre. Isn't that sad? It's extremely so bizarre. you need to be always nice to me now. I'm always nice to you. I know. And so the shirt you're wearing, yeah, to give you an idea from a time standpoint, it's a Sturgis Harley shirt when I went out with Uncle Brant. Not Sturgis. Harley, motorcycle rally. But we went to the Harley event. It's, like, it's really a, it's all Harley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's from 2004. And I remember, I remember when I got that, and that's 20 years old. This shirt is literally so a full 20 me, it's years like old. It's like me saying, could I live another 20 years? Oh, 77, that's a good chance. But that's crazy to that's think about crazy. for you. because. I bet when you got this shirt, you don't think of it as that long ago. No. Right? And so to no. think that you might only have, ooh, that's, I don't, that's a crazy topic. So that's why we need to enjoy our life. And yeah. I think we are. Oh, you definitely. As, as far as, how, so you're 57 or 57? Yeah, 57. As far as 57-year-olds across the world go in terms of enjoying their life, I'd say you're in the top 0.1% of... 57-year-olds who truly maximize their life enjoyment. And physically try to take care of ourselves health-wise, not look old. So we were coming back from a plane in Colorado yesterday. We ran to a friend of ours. And their kid, their oldest kid's now 10. They're younger than us. Clearly. And I can't believe, because I knew before they got married. I knew before they got married. And mom and I said, we're like their parents, what their parents thought of us. Yeah. And it went by like that. Yeah. A 10-year-old. I've blown only, away. I've only just started feeling that where I remember growing up being a kid and older people or your cousin, like your aunts and uncles or your parents, friends or whatever, they wouldn't see you for five years. And then they would be like, oh my God. Wow, you got so old. I can't believe it. And then they would say, wow, I feel so old looking at you. And you as a kid, you were like, this is annoying. Like you don't even think about it. I've started to experience that where I see people. I see kids that I think of as like a four-year-old and then I see them as like an adult and I'm like, what? Like I see them as like a 15-year-old, you know? I'm like, what the fuck? How are you a, like, no, you're a four-year-old. Why? You're not a 15-year-old. It's weird. And I'm sure it's even weirder when you like know someone as a kid and then you see them have their own kids. That's probably insane. Yeah, it's fucking crazy when you think about it that we're having a conversation that, will I be around the next 28 years? That's crazy. Sad. I got to enjoy my life now, not stress. You enjoy I, your life. I always stress, though. Yeah, but I think that's just who you are. We were literally coming back from our trip with our group, and mom's already booked Italy to Fusco, like <laughs> Como and the Dolomites. I mean, that's sick, though. That's enjoying your life. Why not? Yeah, it's worth, it's worth a li- the stress of making the money to do that. I think it's worth it because you keep doing it. I keep doing it. And it really, I was just listening to a podcast on my way up here, actually, where they, were t- they started to have this conversation about, like, how every man they know or knew that's retired, that was the decline of their life. That yes. it, was, it was Chris Williamson on Joe Rogan, and he's just like a, a podcaster, like philosopher type guy. And him and Joe are both saying every guy they know, man, they know that once they retired, it was a very steep decline to the end of their life. That yeah, something about men. Bored. Yeah. I mean, no purpose. No well, that's what they were saying. They were like... For, for 50 years of a man's life, the vast majority of their life, their purpose every single day is this one thing. And then you take that away from them, it, you, like you just can't do that. It'd be nicer to work a little less. Right. And then the left Decrease stress. your stress. Right. And that's where like dealing with, just dealing with the things that, it'd be nice to work a little bit less. That's all. And to like have the freedom to work when you want to. Not, that's hard. Because though. you, right now you work because you have to. 
right? You don't work because you want to. You, if you stopped working, you wouldn't be able to afford the lifestyle that you live in general, let's say. You don't work because you're like, ooh, let's just go in for fun. I, I think- You have to work. I would have to less myself, but I could still retire if I wanted to. Yeah. Because we live a high life. Right, but, but if you could get to a place where you're like, I just can do the work that I want to do, that'd be great, and not have to do all well, the shit. God will, if you came to my practice- yeah, and I can then I can work a little bit less, and you could deal with the. But I, I don't think you would be able I to like successfully working. live ten years and be happy and content not having what a job. What would I do all day? Right, I don't I look. I love you, mom. Don't get me wrong, but she probably would want. Me, yeah, want, would want to kill me. And it's not like you have all these hobbies that you love doing. Your no. main thing that you like doing is work, work, and family and travel. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'd be bored. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it happened with your own dad. He was yeah. sick, but also right. like it did happen. Oh, he was there miserable. Were, Look there at were Leslie. a lot of Leslie's people. Miserable. Right. There are a lot of people that we know that the minute they retired, they went from the man that we knew to just you different. Know, I like working. I just would like to I just would like to relieve some of the stress, but I think that also comes with the fact of all the kids' colleges are done, basically. It's different. That's so I think there all there's really no debt. You know, so, so I think those things are easier. And I also don't need fucking fancy cars. Like, I, there's things you can yeah, cut but you out. like that I stuff. like it. Yeah. It's crazy that you said, will I be around in another 28 years? That's crazy. How does it make you feel when I say that? It's weird. I was actually thinking about that this morning. It's sad, isn't it? I was thinking about that this morning because I was thinking, like... So I'll see my grandchildren until their 20s. That's it. Well, that's most of what it is. Isn't that sad? Like... Oh. I think when did your your grandparents died? Probably between when you were twenty and thirty. No, I was in my I was in my thirteens, like in my teens. When all when all your grandparents died? Yeah. No. Oh no. Sylvia, Sylvia died when you because I was around. So you're right. probably what thirty eight, forty when she died. Yeah, 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 yeah. But most of it, people lose their grandparents when right. they're in their twenties, between fifteen and thirty. Let's say. Right. So Bubby's killing it. Yeah, Not literally. I mean, she's doing well. Well, I have two grandmothers alive, which. Most right. most of my friends have one grandparent alive left. Ninety three, she is. Yeah, and mom's my mom's eighty two. I believe. Yeah, I think so. Which is still fairly young. But I was thinking about it this morning. I don't know why I was thinking about 82 it. Eighty two is young. Ninety three is old. Ninety three is old. Yeah, but good far. I go. Yeah. You were thinking about. I'm sorry. I don't remember exactly what I was thinking about, but it was in the realm of like, I was folding my laundry, and I was thinking like, wow, it's interesting that my life. Like is involving you and both you and mom so much, right? Like, but it's because we are a family. But then, like, eventually, when I'm my own family, I have my own family. It will just inevitably involve you less, just for whatever reason. It just can't involve you as much as it does now because it's like I'm your son right now. You know what I mean? Like that's just all I am. But then when I'm my own father, yeah. Then it's just that I feel like the relationship changes. And then eventually you're like, here, let, let me put it a better way. The way I was thinking about it was like, eventually when you're dead, we won't have you at all. No, but like you are so, such a big part of my life. And then I was thinking, wow, when dad was probably 16, and it's probably not as, it's not as close, but when you were a teenager, your dad was probably a big part of your life just because it's like, that's what your life is. You're at yeah, home. Yeah. But then when I think of you as, as your kid, I don't think of you as having that life at all. 
You know, to me, you're just dad. my dad. You were never someone's son. Right. You were never involved in someone else's family, but you lived a whole other life before me. Right. And so to me, I've only lived that life. So to me, it's like, that is all life is. But then it was weird. I was thinking, wow, eventually I'm going to be in the other position. My child is going to be like, all I am to them You're is just their dad. God. The, 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 right. Right. But it's like, I live this whole other life. I'm currently living it right now as I'm speaking. I'm living a whole other life that that kid won't really know about or care about or even think is important because to them, that life doesn't exist. I'm just their dad. You know, like to me, I don't, I, I don't really know anything about when you were a teenager. I know stories, but it's like, that was your whole life. But to me, it's just a story. So it was just a weird right. thought. But, but a couple of things. To that. It's like a, oh, that's true. It's like you live two lives, like a before <laughs> children, true. after children. But, so there's a couple of things that number one is a little bit different for you, which would be great for you and your children. Is you, you, have have, this. you have this podcast, which yeah. is a huge, imagine that's crazy. if I can look back at Pa or my grandpa, Nathan, and see this shit be like, holy shit. If I could look back at you and watch years of you conversing uh, with your, your dad. Age. Right. And watching you go through job Stages. stuff and college and all. I, that'd be crazy. Would it be priceless? Oh my God, priceless. it'd be crazy. So I, so I think that's one good thing. The second other good thing that you have is that you live within a state where your parents live. So you will have somewhat of a close yeah. relationship then as opposed to, let's say, live in Aztec. A lot of kids live out of state. And number three to that is... We are a very close family, so we do still like to travel together and things like that. So we will still, even though you'll have your life to live and you'll do your thing and, and you're raising your kids, we will still be involved as Definitely. a close family because of just our relationship and our dynamics. But to my kids, it'll be like, I, I was thinking they about it. They only know you as dad and you're right. their guard, you're their provider, you're their protector, and they're going to go to you like you come to me. Yeah, I was thinking about it in terms of mom because I was thinking mom's dad I mean, he died when I was young, but to me, it's like mom was never a, even I'm a 28 year old, rational, logical You're person. You're a man. But I, when I think- of, I had you at your age. No, you didn't. 29. Yeah. Same thing. Well, but when I, when I think about mom's childhood, I'm just like, oh, she didn't, like, I don't even think about her having a dad. You know, she's just, is my mother. It's just bizarre because now I'm experiencing this and- I don't know. It's just a weird it thought. It is weird. So first of all, mom was pregnant at your age. Pregnant 28. No, she had me at 30. Did she? Yes, because she was born in 66. I was born in 96. Okay, right. All right, so she had you, but she was pregnant. No, it takes nine months. Mom Less took, than mom, one year. Mom took a year and a half. <laughs> Secondly about that is I think this generation, our generation, mine and yours, going forward will be a different Dynamic. Than what my relationship with my parents and prior generations. Because the relationship, the closeness, the communication, I think you will be as close with your spouse, I mean your children, I'm sorry, as we are with ours. And you understand the importance of that. So I think the dynamic is going to change. Like last generation, me and my parents, that was sort of like broke the mold. And now it's changed. I think there's been a different path. I think so. I think also with technology, like the you guys had thing. pictures and you had some video, but it's like, I don't really, I, I have a hard time visualizing your childhood because there's only like 20 pictures that I've seen, you know, but my childhood and my life is so digitized every, every day. There are pictures literally every day for the last 20 years. Yeah. I have pictures. So it's like the, the access to 
Like I feel like my children will be able will have a much easier time visualizing well, my childhood. With the podcast, yeah. I mean, but literally, I've seen I've seen fifteen pictures of you as a kid. Like I've barely seen any. I get let it. Let alone video. I've seen literally zero video. I from don't you know as if a there's kid. any video of me. I think I've seen like video from your bar mitzvah or something once. Does that exist or did I make that up? I th- Maybe I, I just saw I'm pictures. Not aware of it. So right, like I don't even know what your voice sounded like, like when you were Uncle a kid. Uncle Lloyd, my brother, I have nothing. Do you have any of video it? or anything of no. it? No. So you can, it's easy to just be like, oh, that didn't exist. But if we, imagine if we had hundreds of hours of video, then it feels real. You can picture that your childhood. You get a feeling of how, I think it's cool when you go generational, like grandparent, great-grandparents, like let's say your grandchildren who will never meet me. We'll have all this footage of you. fucking crazy. Well, this is the first time ever that that's happened. That, that'll crazy. have been able to happen. And then they can hear when you played pause voicemail messages. Right. It's like immortality, oh, almost. My, it really is. It it keeps a it it keeps a, uh, a legacy. It, it is it's a legacy, and it's some digital version of you that is kind of alive. If through this podcast we have hundred, we have every kind of conversation that we've every ever had has been recorded. So it's like, what is a person if not like being able to know what their thoughts are? I think on it's something? great. I think it's fucking great. It is priceless. It's bizarre. That's totally that. We're the first generation to be able to do that in history. Isn't it priceless? How cool would it be that if you can do this with your children? Like, I back out and, you know. Well, I mean, that's 20 years. That's more than 20 years from now. You think we'll keep it going? Uh, no, no. Why? 25 more years of Why this? Not? Two times a week? Wow. That's a, that's a huge commitment. Why not? Uh, well, my kids are just going to be born. At, you know what? I don't want my kids in the spotlight. I don't want my children to grow up with their faces all on the Oh, internet. we're such a, we're really such a. Uh... No, I, I truly don't want that. What, I hate such a spotlight. No, no, but I, I don't like when when parents. I'm talking when they're we're not we're not selling no, I know, I know. We're not selling you telling your children off to be uh, child uh, actors. We're but just, I don't like when parents even like are posting their kids on I a agree. weekly basis. I don't I think agree. that that's good because it's I like agree. the kid now the kid is growing up and they already have a full online presence that's not up to them. I just feel like that things are going to get messed up with that in the <laughs> right. future. Wow. So to, to backtrack. So it's a backtrack. You're going to die eventually. No, pretty sad to think that. Will I be uh, next 28 years? Wow. But 28, though, to be fair, that is quick. Oh, I was going to say quick. that that's my entire Bronson. life. Bronson. As From you get the older, day I was born to now. As you get older, it goes by so oh, I'm sure. fucking fast. But think about how many things have happened since the day I was born to now. No, I look back. It feels if like, you it doubled feels like that, ten, it feels like 10 years. That's crazy. And it's going quicker. We're already in March. Yeah. I mean, it's flying. Right, it is. No, it's fucking flying. It's crazy that it's even 2024. It's 2025. That 2019 was five years ago. Okay. Half a decade. 2019 okay. feels like it was six months ago. 1999, when the fucking planes were going to fall out with the millennium. Y2K. Okay. Yeah, okay. I remember that was crazy. Mom had a Y2K party. I mean, well, yeah, that's hilarious. Party. But my point is- I we, remember you had you had balloons balloon. blown up in the pool. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how the fuck yeah. I remember that. Lake Serena Drive, nine five seven two Lake Serena Drive. I was Love four that. years old then. Love that property. Should have kept it to sell it for a million bucks, and I paid one seventy five. That's crazy. Thirty years ago, almost thirty. That's years crazy. Ago. People are spending a million dollars for that. Yeah, See, sure. how is that going to keep? Like, there's no way Who's that there? I don't know. A mom's checking the uh, Amazon package. There's no way that that can survive too. But that's a whole other topic. Um, what were you ju- just saying about time? Oh. That 2019, to me, truly feels a year and a half ago. Yeah, it feels about five, six years. 
Oh, it does feel like that to you? 2019 feels like five years oh, ago 2019, to you? I mean, 1999. Oh, no, yeah, but yeah. 2019 feels like a year ago. 2019 was five years ago. Yeah, half a decade. It goes too fast. If All that right, was not, that quick, half a decade, what's the next half a decade that's going to be like this? See my point? Yeah, that's scary. I but then again, more. 2019 to now, so many things in my life have changed. My life is completely well, different. Because, because the five, six years at your stage of your life are- There's a lot of change. Are very- astron- are exponentially impa- yeah, different impactful right where 50 to 55 not a big deal true you, you're 65 more 65 to 75 it's probably huge 55 to 65 but there's probably not huge. that much day-to-day change because age i'm talking about yeah. and breakdown of the body what you want to do but at my age every year it's like there's new milestones there's new things happening oh, well, there's okay, new look, achievements look between 8 17 and 21 oh yeah it's insane and then 21 21 to 25 25 to now it's like i am a different person but then I think that'll. You have a lot of good things. I think that'll calm down more. No, I've heard most people that are a little older than me say that like, when, like thirty two, thirty three is where you start to like really settle into who you are. Because I feel like I, I feel like I am who I am now. But I also felt that way at twenty three, and I am a different person than I was at twenty three. I don't think you're a different person. I am. I don't think so. I see my priorities, stages. the way I think about things, what I want. What I don't want. Doesn't that mean you're? I don't think. I just think that you have. But your priorities and stuff at fifty-seven are the same at fifty. They were the same at forty-five. Like your goals, your aspirations, your priorities, your what you want out of life. All that stuff is the same within the last probably twenty years for you. It's probably just starting to change now. But 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 you're you're maturing in different. It's different stages of life, like high school, college. Right, but those are all within a couple of years. Your yes. stages of life are now on like 20-year basis. I think, right, but you're, so let's assume you, you get married, you have kids, and those next 15 years, 15 to 20 years. A grind, probably. Yeah, all about the kids, expensive, yeah. because it's not even 15 years, because if you have kids three years apart, and you probably want three kids. It's probably 30 years, 25 years total. It's between, 20 to 25 years total. Because let's say it's 20 years per kid. Right, and, and then you're staggering apart, them six years. years. So that's about 26 to 28 years right. of just grind. It's not a grind <laughs> because I think it's, there, listen, there are stresses. It's enjoyable. It's fun. You come home and you're a little kid and you are their God and you can't wait to get home and then they want you to shower them. You're hanging out watching TV. It is nothing. You get the enjoyment out of watching your kids and seeing them when they're little and they literally worship the ground you walk on. And there's honestly, it's I didn't do that. It's it's nothing better in the world. I will tell you, economically, it's stressful. It is. It falls a lot pressure on the man. Um, but you get through it like everybody else. Everyone yeah, everyone gets, through, gets it. through it. Everyone gets through it. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, hooking you up, hooking me up. I Manscaped. Do you see how clean look, I am? Look at me. Yeah, cleaned up. It's nice. It was in Colorado. What, you, what have you been using? You I, use the the trimmer one. The I handyman use the razor. And the nose and ear thing. Yeah. But like, how do you, you get so close with the what? The electric one? I do the electric and then I take the other one and just clean it up. Yeah. I, I trim with the beard hedger. It's a nice trim. I noticed you did a nice, did you just get a haircut too? Yeah, I did to get a haircut. Yeah, it's a nice trim. Clean. And, and then when I get yeah. a haircut, I, I, I. Yeah, I noticed that. Trim my beard with the beard hedger, which that thing literally is, it looks like barbershop quality. Like the, the. Trimmer itself is like metal and it has so many different options of size. It's better than what they're using in the barbershop to trim my hair and I, the one I'm using for my beard. It's great. Yeah, I don't have that because I don't have a beard. Yeah. 
Right. right. That one's like for facial hair. Right. And you can use it for body hair. And then I use my lawnmower 5.0 on my body and everywhere on my body. Yeah. And that one's the best. And then the ear and nose hair one is low-key the most important. Because that's like, that's what makes or breaks. No, that's what you do, uh, whether you're gross or not. A quality guy or, or you're like gross a, or not. It's like, not it's like, gross, but. Okay, it's, you know how you look at someone's shoes? If they're all crinkly and curled up, that means they don't maintain their shoes and put shoe trees in there and clean them clean. It says a lot about a person. Yeah, it's, if you have, it's a small if you have, thing if you have that says a lot. Hair out of your ears, your back, your neck, above the t shirt line. Sometimes mine gets above the t shirt line. No, I think it's gross. Yeah. And so Manscaped can solve all those problems. No, it does solve it. Yeah. You just got to fucking buy it. And you can buy it at manscaped.com. If you go there, you can check out all the stuff. They have something for everyone. And then they also have all these great products that I use too. The ball deodorant, the regular deodorant, the shampoo conditioner. So if you go to manscaped.com, enter the code daddyissues20 at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Their prices are already very well priced for the quality of the items that you're getting. And then as a listener of, the show, listener of the show, you get rewarded by an extra 20% off. It's, it's truly a must. It's, it's the equivalent of having a necessity of a toothbrush yeah, and deodorant. You have to have it. Yeah. It's inexcusable. You can go to Walgreens, CVS, and buy the shit stuff, whatever I'm telling you right now. This stuff is the best. It lasts. It's waterproof. It's got travel bags. It's a battery lasts a long time. You can take it in the shower. It's got a light on it. The, it's so well made. That when we had the prior version, like coming out a new version, like there's no way it could be better, and it was better. And now I go back to my old one. I'm like, oh, I can't use this because the new one is that much better. So go get your new version at manscaped.com. Once again, use the code daddyissues20 at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your entire order and free shipping. I'm excited. Listen, I was telling mom, which I think I said this to you before, it's very exciting for mom and I because when we were in the trenches the last, let's say, 30 years... (laughs) No, but meaning that's a long time to be in the trenches. I don't mean trenches that's longer in, than my life. I don't mean trenches in a negative. Meaning, when, for example, at you being twenty eight, and you you might not be the right person to ask because you're much more mature in that regard than a lot of other twenty eight year olds. Do you really? You're in it. You're experiencing. You're doing what you got to do, but you're not. But you're not. Um, you might not. Like taking a step back to appreciate it. It's hard to. That's my point. I have very to, hard. To. I find myself being. I have find myself coming out of it and being like, "Oh, whoa! I gotta very hard. Think to. Of, whoa, where at? Like this is crazy that I've experienced right. what I have and I've done what I've done. So now, in the issue, but of, do you, is it hard to at your age too? No, I'm gonna or, tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. What I'm getting at where I find it really cool. I don't use the word beautiful, but very special and meaningful is that we now could watch. Our kids, like we get a different level of enjoyment out of you, and even out of Chippy. That's why maybe being grandparent is so much cooler. That I feel like we're twenty feet above you, interesting, and looking down, and we can get enjoyment watching you and experiencing. So you're experiencing life again, but removed, where you can appreciate it from a different way. I'm watching you guys. We get enjoyment watching with each of your chapters. So instead of us being in it, oh, that's interesting. I've never thought about parenthood that that way. So, 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 and so. So we really can watch this. So when we talk about like trips and going on trips, even though we might be in it doing these things, it's almost like there's a part of me that's like floating above watching. Like mom and I huh. sit there at nighttime and talk about like like how cool things are with it. Like looking at you guys like Just move that up more towards Is it better, better there? Yeah, yeah. But that's right in my face. But you were you were you were talking with okay. back. Go on. So it's sort of it's sort of 
we get a different level of enjoyment by watching you guys on your journeys. Like I'm excited for each one of you three kids. I like watching your journeys, your chapters, where I was only able to live it in the chapter at the moment. Right. And not have now I get to say, look at you guys. Like, look at you with you. So when you talk about your lost stuff, I'm listening to you as an older person getting enjoyment of like look at him talking about the law stuff, law school. Where when I was in it before, I was just, just doing fucking it. in the trenches doing it. And when, or raising kids. Like I'll get to watch you raise your kids and I'll get enjoyment out of it saying, look at like it's so nice and enjoyable yeah. to watch. Or or like Burke is Burke going skiing this weekend with his friends. I get a different level of it when I was like, oh, I remember being his aid in skiing. It was very different. He right. doesn't get it. No, he's having time. He's like partying, having fun skiing, and you can conceptualize <coughs> the idea of that, but I guess you can't really feel it until you experience so, it. So, like, I want to go skiing with my boys; that it'll bring enjoyment. Like when I was skiing with my dad, I was just skiing with my dad. Now I can look at it so differently. Yeah, say I remember with my dad, and now I'm doing my boys, and it's a whole different level. So I think that we can almost feel like we're, even though we're not, slowing down time a little bit as a parent to watch you on your journey. When I mean you, you and your brothers. On your journey, and mom and I could talk about it in a very different way before we used to be in it, and then we we just was exa- we were exhausted or whatever. Yeah. Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. It's interesting. And, and I feel that. I really feel so that. So you know that the movie, it's like a Bloom family favorite about time. You know that movie, yes. the time travel movie? Well, she's so cute anyway. So the movie- What's her name? Adams? Rachel McAdams. Yeah. The, the message of the movie is that, because the movie is about a guy who can time travel, and he can only go back in time. And so he, he keeps like- he. His, whatever the whole movie happens he goes through life he has these children and his a wife and he finally finds i'm gonna watch it again in the movie theater That's you should watch movie. i'm it. gonna watch it again he fi- and it's a it's really a lot of people think it's a romance movie but it's actually a father-son movie to okay. I, I view it as I'm a father-son movie 100 but anyways the the message of the movie the crux of it is he goes back and his father has died it's not about really time, that, right? that much but the crux of it is he goes back to a time where his dad is alive so he can talk with his dad now. Oh, that's what make me sense. And he's like, dad, I just, I can't, I'm not happy. I can't figure it out, whatever. I'm, I'm not satisfied. I'm in the, I'm in the weeds. Like mm-hmm. I'm, he has three young kids. He's like, I just, yeah, I don't know what the point of what this all is. Welcome to life. And so his dad says, it took us a long time. His dad had a time travel thing too. And he was like, it took us a long time in this family to figure out how to go through life. But we figured out the best way to do it. And he basically says, he says, you live the day as you're, if you're just a normal person, as if you don't have time travel, right? Like just live the day, go through everything. And then, so it shows him doing this and it's like, he's running late for, he's a lawyer. And so he's running late for court. And so he's like running through this uh, courthouse and he's stressed. And then he's on the subway and the guy next to him has his AirPods in and they're playing music too loud. And so he's like, oh my God, the music, right? So just little annoyances. He called life. He goes to get a coffee and the cashier just is, like he's in a rush, so he doesn't even engage with the cashier. He's just like, great, thanks, and he leaves. Yep. So then that says, you live your whole day that way, and then go to sleep, and then relive the day again. Because now that you've gone through it, you can appreciate what it is that you're living. And then so he does the exact same thing the next day, and then he's running through the courthouse late, but then he stops and takes a second, and he looks around, and he's like, wow, beautiful I'm building. in a beautiful courthouse, and right. I'm getting to go to trial. Hey. Then he go, he's on the subway, and the, he, he starts listening to the guy's music next to him, and he starts like appreciating the music. Then he's at the coffee shop and he engages with the person behind. He says, hey, how are you? Smiles at her. Yep. And he says, that's how you can enjoy Appreciate life. Appreciate it. But it, it is, he acknowledged, he's like, it is hard the first time you're going through that 
So I guess it's the same kind of thing. Like Similar, you yeah. went through all these things and you're just going through them. So you're not appreciating them. But now that you can kind of do them again, but through your own children, you have, you can have a newfound <sighs> appreciation for the little things that are meaningful and why it's all, what it's all about. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I get yeah. all teary eyed and choked up a little bit because I <clears throat> really um, value it. I think mom and I really value it and we're very lucky to have such nice kids and we're looking forward to as long as we all remain healthy, knock on wood, poo poo. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's a great thing. And, and you, you're a little more nostalgic than a lot of people your age. So you could appreciate it some degree, but it's an awesome thing seeing your kids grow their life and, and each chapter. And it's exciting. Like I'm excited for even mom and I like, you know, the past two, three years, you've seen uh, d- the dynamics of us traveling, different chapter, different avenue, different path. I think it's like all exciting stuff. You guys have definitely like tried to enjoy <laughs> embrace your stu- your life as much as possible in the last And few we years. get to see you a couple of days a week. And then the other couple of the other part, we're like, we're happy to be, we enjoy it. I think it's good stuff. And yeah, it and seems like the lifestyle that you've created for yourself in the last couple of years, post COVID, it's a good game. Has, has been a, probably the best. In a while, I think the most fun. Yeah, I think the most fun. We had fun when mom and I were dating and engaged and early married before the kids came. It was a lot of fun too. But even we were saying like, I don't know. We had a good time with you. We always travel with you kids. You guys every year travel. Or we took little kids traveling everywhere. I don't know how we did it financially. Don't even ask my mom and I. So we were. You just make it do. I guess I don't know. But we were. So we were in um, in Bachelor Gulch in Colorado skiing. And we in, in, I'm like, man, things are so fucking expensive. Like, and we see these young couples with these babies and the nannies. Are like, how do they fucking do it? Like, and, and mom's like, well, we did. I'm like, how the fuck did I do it? Seriously, I have no fucking idea how we did. Do you think it was less expensive though, or is just it relative? That like, is it the same? I don't know. Relative? I don't know the answer, but I know. It's I also so think there's more money around now. Is don't you think that, that? everyone has so much money? I think there's how? more money going around now than so, there was in the '90s. So we we. Which I don't know how that is. Yeah, I don't but. know how either, but everyone has all this money. So remember, we had, we, we're thinking about like, so Chippy, we're going to send Chippy to the better camp. So I told Santisha, we'll pay for the thing. And I'm like, and mom's like, think of that. We had three kids in private school. Then they had camp. Then they had Hebrew school. Then you guys had braces. Then yeah. we still traveled. And we're like, how did we do it? I'm not joking. I'm looking at, yeah. like, how the fuck did we do it? I, I mean, I guess you just did it. You probably didn't have as much savings as you do now. No, that's right. what I said. We so you just spent all your money on that. That's no, what it was. Try to it, but but I don't know. Or a majority. Like you're spending way less money on incidentals now than you were 15 years ago. Definitely. Yes. No. Quit the three private schools and the three camps. Yeah, and just like even like having to buy all our clothes, all our food. Like that's a lot of money that's just going out. Where now you you can put that in the bank or you can spend it on what you want to spend it on. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's crazy. Do you think you're making the same amount of money and you're just more of it's going to no, you now? No, or you're making I'm, more and I'm, more of it's going towards you? I'm making more too. I'm making more. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's um, I don't know. It's crazy. But it's all good stuff. Yeah, life's crazy. Life is and great it, it is Isn't ho- it great? Yeah. Don't you feel very blessed? And you look at people's hardest lives and you're like. Well, that's, yeah. You're like, I don't know. Like, it's. But it is I hard. I, I, I feel like I'm very appreciative and I, I'm able, easily able to appreciate and 
look at what I have and appreciate the situation I'm in. Well, it's just, I do that often, but it still is hard to do. When you're in just the day-to-day, it's hard to take a step back and be like, oh, wow. Like I, um, in that podcast I was listening to that where they were talking about old men retiring, they were also saying that an interesting thing, which I've done, many, everyone does this, is like when you, you ascribe happiness to goals, you're like, if I get that, I'll be- Of, of course, there's, a, right, there's but, nothing wrong with that. No, I know. But, and that's just what we do, right? You're like, oh, if I can get that done, if I can, I'll be happy. If I can get that job. But then- when you're on the other side of it, you're ne- you're all, now you have another one. You're never. Well, it's called it's called chasing your tail, right? You yeah, but but you're always. Or, you ever hear "Don't let the tail wag the dog"? Don't let the tail wag the dog. Correct. No, I, never, hear, okay. I can I can guess what that means, but, but that's yeah. what it is. It's constantly controlling. You don't want that shit to control your life. But then, why if you think if you're like if I only get A, if I can get to A, I'll be happy. That's the like. That's the life I want. And then you get to A and now you're on the other side of A and you're looking towards B. Why do you, why do we, it's so illogical to be like, now if I can only get B, I'll be happy. Because you knew, you said to yourself, if I can get A, I'll be happy. And now you're at A, you're at A plus. Okay, I'll tell you the reason But now B's on the horizon and it's it's so irrational to be like, if only I can get B, I'll be happy. I think that's just human Human, nature. Yes, but but there is a a component to that. There's a a couple things. There's a human nature and there's also a, a nurture component because if you like you, you know for example you can live there's definitely personalities how you're born and also where you live in the environment so i think it as a man and i'm going to make this sex but as a man you need to feel like if you could provide and protect you know let's say provide for your family if you can't you tend to feel like a loser or a failure right because that's just you know we are i think it's societal and innate right innate too right where you want to provide, you want to give the best life for your family and your children and so forth. So what happens is we reach certain goals and we sort of grow into them. For right, example, you get used to you it. Used to, remember, so you're just like, oh, I don't know how that big. And I'm like, oh, I need more space. Right. But, or, oh, if I can just, uh, if, I, if I spend $2,000 on, on a place a month, but then like, all right, and then you'll be like, oh, it's, it's not big enough or whatever. So, but is that problematic or is well, that just- not problematic. Is it good because it helps you keep going? Well, there is a motivational component, which a little bit of stress helps and to motivate you and want things and, and desire for more because it pushes you. But where it becomes an issue is if you start, if you start, if, for example, when I buy those expensive cars, it doesn't define me. I like cars. I work hard. I can afford it. It becomes like a little trophy and I can do it. If I had to get rid of the car, it wouldn't depress me. It yeah. wouldn't make me feel upset. It wouldn't make me feel like a loser. It doesn't bother me. Some people... They have a hard time letting go with these physical things because they define who they are and they feel less than or are not as worthy right. if, they, if they don't have it. So it all depends on the person. You can also grow up in an environment, let's say like Boca or Beverly Hills or whatever, or these affluent areas, and there's a lot of people that have, there's a lot of have-nots that play the, play the part. And that probably skews your whole It does. So, so, so therefore you feel like, oh my God, if I don't have this, I'm not as worthy, I'm not as equal, why can't I be like so-and-so? So that's where the nurture component comes in as opposed to nature. I think what happens is as you're younger, it's a great thing to motivate you, to push you to want more. As long as you live within your means and you're not in debt, as long as you don't extend yourself, and as long as it doesn't define who you are. There are people that we know that always want more, can never achieve it, and they're never happy. 
There are people we know that have everything that are never happy. Yeah. So you have to balance it within yourself and realize that the most important thing is your spouse and your children and the people around you. And that's a sense of security. That's where the quality comes from. It's, to me, it's more about quality than quantity. However, it doesn't mean that, again, it depends on each person, but the way we grew up and the way I think we raised you guys, it's not, if it's a choice of you buying a Bentley for your kids not to go to private school. Well, that's selfish. Well, no, but no, everybody does it differently. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's, no, what does it make one right or wrong? But for us, the way we grew up, I think you drive the fucking Honda and put your kids through private school. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, but some people would say, I, or I want both, and they go in debt over it. Yeah. So, so you have to balance. The good thing that you have is that you were brought up a certain way that we always live well within our means. And two, you could always come to mom and I to ask our opinion and sure, advice sure. on what you want. But I think it is, I think it is important, like, you're like, if only I can get to A, I'll be happy. And then you get to A, and then you're not, like... Now all I need is to get to B. I think the key is once you get to A, now you're like, okay, I'm here. I appreciate this, that I did this. Now let's go to the next one. If you're, if not you, so easy if though. you never look back and be like, wow, look how far behind A is. I can't believe I've made it to A and a half to get to B. Well, I That's went when I that. think you're good. I went through that and not in a positive way. I went through it somewhat mean? of a negative way. I'll tell you the reason why or what happened. So, it was an important thing for me, and, and I'm not trying to flex, guys. That's what I'm saying. It was an important thing to me because I like cars, and I don't know if it was me, sort of me to like. You also grew up with your dad, like buying these cars, too. Right, my da- right. My dad was a car guy, so I don't know if it was for me or me to shove it in my parents' face. My parents were like, you know, I don't think you know they weren't supportive when I when I went out on my own. It so could be it, for both too. It could be both, right? So I think like I wanted my first Bentley before I turned forty, and I got it like thirty eight. So I got it. Okay, and it was great, and I was still, didn't feel as fulfilled. I felt fulfilled by my family, but I didn't feel fulfilled as much about, like, all these things. Like, okay, you buy these watches, you buy these cars, whatever, and it, I wanted more. So you were, like, in your mind, you're like, I, I need to get this Bentley. That's the goal. I, that's where, where that I know I've goal. achieved it. And then you got there, and you're like... Right, so now oh. I want more. Like, it didn't mean Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'm saying I went through it. That's so exactly I what I'm talking about. Right, so I, I living proof went yeah. through it. So, and then I'm like, hiking Kilimanjaro, I'm hiking Machu Picchu, trying to, like, find myself. You know, this is what happens. You try to find... No, but it's not... Being, no, but I know. Listen, I, know. I don't drink or do drugs. Some people drink and do drugs, and they, and they, and they get their buzz or their high. Like to That's me, not finding yourself. That's masking yourself, too. Right, that's but but, retreating. Right. So, but, but it could be... Sometimes as we get older or, you know, our kids are growing up or that's why like a lot of women that like when the kids get grown that raise their kids and if they, they don't feel fulfilled after the kids grow because they don't have any work or purpose. So sort of like a man. So I was going through the same thing, but I, you can understand what a woman might go through or a man that like we said, retire, circle back to the beginning, not having purpose. So, you know, you're working hard, you're working hard, you're doing these things, you you know, you're always, you're always doing for your family Raising them, you work on dealing with stresses, you buy these things and you realize that these tangible items don't really fulfill you the way you think they're going to fulfill you. So I remember talking to a buddy of mine who's about 10 years old, he's a, a successful lawyer, and I think we talked about this on the podcast, about this book called Playing Life Second Half. Remember we talked about that? Yeah, the latter yeah, analogy. It's the best thing, and it's, and, and it's a small book written by uh, a male therapist 
and it's older excerpts excerpts of successful male people. And it says the one line, which is so true, and it was a sort of a trigger point or a turning point. It says you climb in the ladder of success only to realize when you get to the top is leaning against leaning against wrong building. And I think, but is that also? not the point of life like are you ever on the right ladder climbing the exact right ladder well, I think, and you make it to the top i, I don't think you I ever think do what it means i think it's a metaphor what it means is saying that you need to once you need to the way i took it was that stop trying to only find yourself like you know i think there's always more on the other side of grass green on the side so when i got these now to embrace like to embrace my family and try to slow down and look at things like I said, a bird's eye view. Now when I buy the cars or this or that, where they're just little things I just buy. They don't define me. They don't make me feel like, oh my God, it's awesome. Like, eh, it's just a car, you know. I look at it, it's just a car. Um, and I think maybe as you get older, less testosterone, you mellow out, the mortality sets in because you're getting closer to death. Maybe all these things um, add to it. Yeah. But I do think that like for me, I was definitely one of those people, maybe because my dad always said cash is king, cash is king and whatever. And maybe that's just embedded in my brain or whatever it was, or I had to prove something to my parents or whatever it was. But now I think I try to enjoy personally, you kids more, mom more, life experiences more. I try not to say no. I do have less tolerance. I have less patience because I'm getting older. But I think it's normal when you're in your 20s and 30s and even early 40s to want more and push more and, and be like, okay, got this. I want more. I think that's a normal thing to motivate you. I think well, I think a, it's beneficial yeah, for sure. If, if you don't let it define who you are. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's why I'm, what I'm saying. Because like, it did turning for me. Around. It did for me. I'm being honest with you. Like, yeah. Yeah, I thought, oh, my God, look at me. I get out of my belly. Now I couldn't give a fuck if I get in there. Like, before, you'd be like, oh, my God, I'm taking a Bentley. You know, it's like a whole different egotistical Thing. I know it sounds shallow, but that's what no, it I was. mean, it is what it is. But I remember there have been a few times in my life where, because like the idea of at my age, you're just going and it's hard to like take a step back and appreciate. Correct. But there have been a few times in my life where I have done that. And like you rem- I remember them being like, wow, look at the position. Like if I was 16 and told myself what I'd be doing right now. Like no way. That's great. Like they, they would give anything for that. And now I'm here and I don't even appreciate it. So, or not, not appreciate it, but like, I'm just doing it. I'm going through it. It just is normal to me. It's not special. Well, so then I force myself to be like, oh no, you got to like, right. But that's not always a good thing to just like get used to things. No, but, but I think it's. Cause then you bought like you, you know, you buy a $2 million home, you get used to it. So you're like, yeah, you're right. I want a $5 million home. You're you right. buy, you get the $5 million home, you get used to it. Then you're like, I need a $7 million home because you just keep getting used to it. But really the the $1,400 a month apartment does the same would, thing. Yeah, you would, right. right. If you went into it with the mentality of this is home and event, like eventually you would get used to that one too and yes, then you'd you be do. fine with 100%. it. 100%. Right, so it's just. And even it's funny, as I got older and wealthier, I'm like, oh, I love a little tiny home. Tiny home nation, you know, like you, yeah. you, don't, you digress Well, I think bit. also you're romanticizing you the do. idea of like, ooh, going back to just like having all Simple that we stuff. need. Yeah. Right. I think, I will say this. But I think that is just human nature. I, I will say this. So, one thing that I have never done is I never lost sight of the dollar. No matter how much money I make or don't make, I always respect the dollar. I always have. I always remember what it buys, the value of it. 
and not to piss it away and not to live above your means. I think those are basic core principles, okay? Never overextend, never dip into savings, respect no matter how much you're worth, the dollar buys the same whether you're worth $100 million or a million or $10, the dollar buys the same product. That part I've always done, that has done well for me, so I never get into debt. Number two is, when I look back, and I think it's, it's nice to be, have humility and being humble. I look back, like when I pull in, when I open up the gate of my house, you know, I hit the clicker, I didn't say, I'm proud of myself. Right, but that's hard to do. That's hard to do. I, but I, I make conscious you have to, Right, but, and that's a, good, that's a really good thing. No, I mean, I love it. Like, sometimes I leave my office, I'm always the last one, and I put the alarm and I lock the door, and they go, You're like, this, wow, this is my this office. This is my building. Look what, look what I built. Like, I, I don't, th- I think 95% of people do not do that, and that's the problem. Mom, that's what I'm saying. I, I've, you have to take a step back and be like, wow, look where I am. Sure, right now, to me, this is just my day to day life. No, but, but I like, value it. Yeah. I, I, mom and I all the time value, we are so, appreciative and fortunate with our family and our children. Again, I don't want to jinx us in any way, but there is not a week that doesn't go by that we don't talk about our family, our children, um, our friends we have, the, the, the life we, we've created. We, every week, we are so appreciative and so lucky and fortunate. We, we talk about it all the time. We really do. I've, I started watching, um, great show, by the way. I'd recommend it. Masters of the Air. I have, have you no heard of it? Time, no, it I just started. Know. There's only five episodes so have far. You seen Shameless, by the way. Yeah, like ten years ago. Yeah, I know. We were on episode season three. It's <laughs> fucking retarded. There's eleven just, seasons. Yeah, I stopped after four or five. It's so much. Yeah. All right, go and ahead. it got very repetitive. It's like yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. So, Masters of the, Masters of the Air. Do, did you ever watch Band of Brothers, the HBO show about World War Two? No, I've heard of it. Phenomenal. You you gotta watch that show. It's more like a long movie. So, Masters of the Air is in the same. They made Band of Brothers. And then they made the Pacific. So Band of Brothers was like Chippy. ground infantry in Europe during World War II. The Pacific was ground infantry in the Pacific. So like fighting in Japan and Iwo Jima, that side of the war. And then this new one is called Masters of the Air. It's the same type of story following soldiers through World War II in their day-to-day life. But this one is their pilots, fighter pilots, bombers in, stationed in the UK. And they fly missions to Germany and bomb. And so it's really it should it the whole show just follows the hundredth battalion the hundred whatever the you know you know how they each have like group names like yep, we're the thirty yep, fourth yep, yep, yep. so they're the hundredth and they're an air infantry group and they go and bomb, each episode is like a different bombing mission to Germany and so it's it's based on a true story the guy who, one of the characters in the move in the show hi <laughs> come here gorgeous good close the door good all right eyes coming in. I'm listening. Do you want to say hi on the podcast? Come here. Hi. Ronnie's telling a story. Be careful. I don't want to hear the story. Go ahead. No, it's just crazy because it follows young, true stories of these young men. They were all 18 to 24. they're, they're, They're young kids. And they were all shipped over to the war. And it's... Let me kiss. And it's just crazy that like this was... Everyone's life it it really shows the and the ba- horrors babies they're yeah babies and that it shows it it shows the horrors of war like we started the first episode there are fifty of them and now we're down to like there's eleven of these guys these original guys because they just they fly these missions and they'll just the life like the life is so precious and, and it's quick. just so nothing because they'll be flying these missions and they'll look 
they'll be like five planes deep, right? And they'll be flying and then there'll be, there will be German planes that come around and then the pilot in one of the planes will be like, what's the situation for plane four? And I'll look back and plane four is just gone, blown up. And it's like, that was, How lucky that was six of their best friends yes, yes. that just gone. And this is happening every day for them. And this was true. Like hundred percent. And you watch it. And then they, sh- they just showed in the last episode, they showed one scene in London where like, you know, well, London was getting bombed every day by the Germans. And we th- like London, we think of Lon- London is a right. great city. We it's normal life. What was a great city. And they showed one scene where a, a woman came back to her home and it was just rubble. This goes on right now with Israel. And then the police were pulling out a body of her like daughter and she's just hysterically crying. I'm like, Five years before that, that woman was just living a normal life like yes. we are, and then th- is thrust into hell. And it's just crazy. You watch this, and you're like, l- <laughs> like y- you watch it, and you just realize, wow, the like life is so en- the Precious. enjoyable life that we Precious. live now is like. Okay. We have to be so appreciative because we can literally be thrust right. into hell. But that's why within a that's second. why we always say, as long as you have your health, that's why we we're very blessed. Yeah, but and fortunate. L- it's right. war is so crazy. I mean, it's happening right now. Right now with You're Israel right. and, liter- and yeah. other countries and and um, Ukraine. Ukraine or it's it's everywhere. You're right. It, people in Russia. It literally right. is Russia happening is, right now. The Russian government, Putin's terrible, but the people are just regular good people. Yeah, that are being thrust no. into hell. More reason, to, more reason to appreciate your life. Yeah, more reason to be more humble. You and like compassionate when you watch this and you're like that was that was real life for most of the people. And then we live this life. It's like, you have to be appreciative for everything I know, you but, have. But, but remember, Any someone, little bit of freedom that I have that I'm not having to go every single day up into the sky to literally the chance of me dying are more than me surviving. But, but that is, oh we're, my look, God. we're not in that arena, but we, everybody has problems in life. Everyone. Of right? course. And you just have to, as long as, you, as, long as she's okay. You agree with that? As long as everybody, as long as you have your health and just- be appreciative, value. Let's try to be the best we can, and humble, and and compassionate, and just try to. You know, it's not easy. You get caught. You no. have your stresses. You gonna look. You have your pressures. You're in law school. Of course. You worry about your future. You worry about the economics of your future. It, let's, let me. I remember being your age. You have a lot of great times out of you, but you also have a lot of stresses and pressures. Of course, but like, what it could be. I get it, but your stress and pressures and problems still are real. yours to you. I know, but I know. 100%. A hundred percent. I'm not person. denying. By the way, that. what you're doing is putting it in good perspective because when you look at yours and then you, if you think yours are tough compared to what you're talking about, it will help you tolerate. Yeah. And, and be. It's always like this. No matter how stressed you are, the sun's coming up tomorrow, whether you're alive or dead. So try to make the best of it. Yeah, and it's like the idea of the grass is greener. It's like sure, maybe the grass is greener over there, but it could get a lot browner behind. There's me. no grass at that point. It could get a right. lot now, browner. What about people went through the Holocaust? That's no right. That's what the time. That's what this is. Yeah, and it's like that could. Ha- it's just crazy we're how very, we're very blessed. How hellish life can get. So the fact that, like, I mean, life seems hellish in modern day America. Like we always say, "Oh my God, this is terrible," but it's like it is so good compared know, to what it could be. I know, I know, and it's it, hard to it's hard to it conceptualize. Can, but that. we can also make it better. Oh, hundred percent. Right. We should always strive to correct. And it helps to realize what we've come from, like World War Two. To realize, oh, we got to keep making this better, and we keep can. Zara, do you have anything to say? What do you want to say, Chipperus? Hey, did it? Yeah. Hey, you got a new bicycle? Yeah. Why? What happened? You want? <laughs> what? 
Why'd you get a new one? Didn't you already have one? A pink one? Uh, my my mommy it put in storage in in Boca Bayou. <laughs> Why? It was too small? Yeah, because it is a baby one. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. So we have we have a new bike. We're gonna Bronson and I are gonna put it together for you, right? It's a big girl bike. Right. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna give your little bike to some other little kid that needs it, correct? Yeah. We're gonna donate it, right? Right. Because that's what we do. We don't have things. When we don't need things anymore, we don't throw them out. We give them to people who need them. Correct. Is your new bike pink? Uh, it's purple and it with hearts and it's white and it pink. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Does it have training wheels or are you a big girl now? Do you need training wheels or no? I don't know. All right, we'll try to teach you. have a nice helmet? Uh, you my, have to have a helmet my, to protect that pretty head. My mommy, uh, my mommy did not... Get it. Well, because well you today, have to have a helmet. Because today is not my, I'm riding my bike lesson. Okay. We, um, you know what? You know whose birthday's coming up in a couple of days? Yeah, mine. No. Yours is two months from now. Bronson? Yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. Guess how old? 28. Oh, my God. You're so smart. He's already 27. Correct. I'm 27 right now. Correct. It'll be 28. Isn't that crazy, Chippy? Yeah. Then on April 16th, <laughs> I'm going to be sick. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And wait, watch this, Brian. We were talking last night. We went to dinner. Great green Chinese restaurant we went to. Um, it's called. I know. It's. Uh, Rainbow Cat- Palace on the way. We went to Greek Isles and the line was way. Oh, yeah. Mom told me a Chinese restaurant. Fucking out of control. Like real good. Yeah. Not cheap, but great. So we talked about. For your birthday, where do you want to go for your birthday? I know, for dinner. Yeah, for dinner. Where do you want to go for your birthday? I know. Where? To Boca Resort. Boca Resort. Is that <laughs> unbelievable? Wait, we you got to hear this. Okay. We her. Go ahead. Um, Santa wanted to take her out for Valentine's Day to go to dinner. Yeah. And she asked her, she said, where do you want to go to dinner? And do you remember what you said to mommy? When you, mommy asked you what you wanted to go, do for Valentine's Day? Uh, she said, she said, are you a member anywhere? Santa, Santa said, oh my Santa said, God. where do you want to go to oh dinner? Oh my God. <laughs> Santa said, where do you want to go to dinner? And she goes, are you a member anywhere? And Santa goes, what do you mean? She said, like the book resort. Are you a member at a, di- a club where we could go to dinner? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, Nelly ruined you. <laughs> Nelly ruined you. That's Nelly's fault, right? But where'd you go? You went to the Cheesecake Factory, right? That's yeah. the best. I love Cheesecake what, What's Factory. our favorite meal at Cheesecake? Oh. Chicken so, Romano? Crusted Romano chicken. Yeah. Oh, On Valentine's Day, my mommy got me a rose and it blew me. Wow. Yeah, oh. You made me a card, right? Beautiful card. It's on my refrigerator. Do you like it? I know. I love it. Give me another kishka. All right. All right. We, are we wrapping up or you want to do follow advice? I've got one up if you want to do it. It's a long one. Yeah, I, I have a quicker one, but there's a, there's a short one, but it's like a bigger topic. All right. Do whatever's quickest. Um, And there's a... A few. Are you a member anywhere? Who are you? Crazy. Crazy um, kid. Okay, here. This is this is Hi, a Ellie. semi-quick one. This is just S. She doesn't want her full name to be said. Um, you know, it's a woman. Because I see that I have the full name here. Gotcha, I'm just not okay. saying it. Hey, John and Bron. My question's mainly for John, but would love Bronson's opinion as well. I'm a 28-year-old single and no kids medical esthetician from Houston, Texas, and looking to start my own business. I'm so unhappy at my current place of employment, but grateful to be making over six figures. I've confided in only a couple of people about about my potential business, but both have expressed concern about starting a business with the current state of the economy. 
I understand the concern because I've seen a small decline in my regular clientele. Obviously, aesthetics is a luxury, and it's one of the first to go when clients are budgeting. My question is this. Would you advise to start a business now, or should I wait until after elections next year, slash when the economy gets better, and stick it out with my current employer? Thanks. You guys are the best. Would love to meet you sometime. Okay. Um, first of all, hi. Thanks for writing in. appreciate it. Um, if you're making over six figures, you're taking, the government's taking taxes out of that. If you start your own business, you can do a lot of writing off on certain things and take things as a loss at the beginning. So even if you make less, you might be making more in the long run, number one. Number two it'll probably, is- It'll probably be a, a hit at the beginning. Okay. Number two, um, if you are a hard worker and you believe in yourself and you're 28 and you don't have children yet, my advice is this is when you take the risk and you do it now uh, because your expense will never get less than they are now. So I would take the risk. And if you believe in yourself, uh, why not invest in yourself? But the what? question is, should she do it right now or should yeah. she wait a year to no, see? No, do it now. I would That to me, I wouldn't wait. The, the election component is not going to change your life in opening a business. It's a question whether or not you want to open a business now or you don't want to open a business. True, that's a good point. Because if, let's say you're thinking like, oh, if Trump wins, the economy is going to no, get great. No, so then no, your business no. will just start no, to take it off it doesn't more. matter. No, you just, but if not, then it just is what it is. It's not going to affect in that regard. Yeah. It's like you're saying, do I open up a, sh- a snow shoveling business and I'm moving to LA. That's a different story, right? But here's the thing. What I'm a little bit concerned about is, what if, if you like being an esthetician, which is what it sounds like you want to open your business in, what is it you hate about your job? I don't know, but she might, it might just be, I don't know. If it's her employer, different story, okay, but, but it's going to be the same level of services. She said, I'm unhappy at my current place of employment for whatever reason. Okay. Maybe my, she just wants, maybe she doesn't like to work under someone else. Correct. Maybe uh, she thinks I can do this myself. I don't yeah, need, and you can make they're taking less, a lot of money. And you can make less and make more in the long run. You'll be fine. I think you get yourself a, the right accountant. You go out on your own, you bust your ass. You can, by the way, if you're an esthetician making over six figures in a year from now, if it doesn't work or two years from now, you can always go back and right. get the job. That seems like there's, always, when yeah. I When I quit my job in New York as a lawyer, I wasn't even licensed yet in the state of Florida. When we moved and we had no income, I always said, what the F? I can always go back to New York right. and get a job. But take, I rather, I tell my kids, I'd rather you F? try, because well, I, I, know, I, know. I rather you try and fail then look back and never try and say I should have done it. Yeah. I think you should bust and move, do it. You can always get go back to your position. I agree. That's an easy one. All right. Good luck, S. And keep us, please keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. Uh, if you have any questions about, you know, you're concerned about uh, a lease, what to do, this, that, whatever, you can always DM Bronson. He'll be more than happy to give my information. You can always call me and pick my brain. I'll be more than happy to help you. I've helped many clients with starting businesses. I've been through it myself. Um, uh, you could definitely... Uh, Pick my brain and reach out to me if you want, if I can help you and give you some uh, more advice, okay? All right. On that note, Bronnie, love you. Chippy, I love you. Love you, Zarai. Say say bye, everybody. Bye. You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid.